0: Vayishlach Yaakov yakov malachem lefana ochiv yakov sent messengers before him to his brother esav vaiza and he told them to say to esav koise manadeni so say to esav imlov i lived with love on ve and i tarried and i was late until now it's our love, and we have to understand why did he have to explain to Esav, why did he have to tell Esav that he lived with love on? Esav knew already that Yaakov was living by Lavan, so why was it in a that he lived by Lavan? And even more is it not understood, based on Rashi's explanation that in Lavan garti vitar mitzvah shamarti, that I kept the 613 mitzvahs. He knew that Esav didn't appreciate the union of Kima Mitzvah, So why would he tell him that he kept the 613 Mitzvahs? And also we have to understand what he said to him, ad'ata, that I tarried, that I was late until now. What was it that he had to hurry up for? What was it that he was late for? That he's saying that I was late until now. What was the reason that I was late and now I'm able to come? Meaning that it took a while, but now I'm ready to come, Ace, of now I could come greet you. And to understand this, we have to preface what we left off in the previous mimer, the idea that when Mashiach comes, and there's going to be a revelation of dirbetach toinim, of God's essence in this world, the pleasure that we will get from God will be a tainuk poshut a simple pleasure, as opposed to different types of pleasure, that usually we get pleasure from things that are compound. You get pleasure from something outside yourself. The pleasure of Mashiach, the pleasure that souls will get in God, will be the Shia. Hear Pashat, the simple song that will come from the simple consciousness and the simple pleasure of God himself. And this is how we learn that that's what the Zohar really means, that the Yasa, the that the Aidan, that that level of God's essence that's beyond revelation will be done to those that will be daik b'mil and that will scrutinize, finally, a word of wisdom that will learn Torah in depth. And we've learned that the idea of learning Torah in depth doesn't just mean going to deeper levels of mind, which, of course, is one aspect of going to the level of how intellect is completely rooted within the soul. But then we began learning the idea of Elishel Torah, the yoke of Torah. We began introducing the idea of Kabbalah, Samach shemaim of accepting the yoke while learning. And through that, coming to what the essence of Torah is, which is the Tainog pashut, the simple pleasure, which is what we ask, that seemingly what's the connection of Torah, which is wisdom. The Torah says it's pleasure. And the answer is that Torah in its innermost essence, as it's one with God, is the simple pleasure of God. In essence, that's the Tainug, and that's what's gotten to through learning with Elishel Torah. And to be able to understand this, we began learning how in this union of receiving the Tainug Pasha, this simple pleasure of Hashem in Torah, and even higher than that, there's two ways of us experiencing that pleasure, the Tinak Pashot, one way is called Tainuk poshut. that's Babimorgash that we actually feel, that we're able to ex- have the feeling of the experience of the Tainuk poshut. But then there's a higher level of the Tainuk poshut of that simple pleasure of the soul of God in essence that will not Babbamorgish, that will not be felt, it will be experienced, but in a way of not feeling. And so we have to understand what are these two levels. Seemingly, they're both the same essential pleasure of God in essence, the Tainog atzmi Pasha. They're both the simple essential pleasure of God in self. So what could it mean that, it beca- that there's two levels, that at one level it becomes felt, and then there's a level that's beyond it being felt, and we understand that the tainug poshet that that we're saying the pleasure is felt, is in the taime ha'toyru mitzvis. It's in the tainug, the pleasure and will that's in toyru Mitzvis. As indeed Chazal say about a person that learns Torah, Oisiatam you're taking me. So the way that we experience the simple pleasure of God, of the simple pleasure of God's essence, is Oisiatam by taking God through Torah. That's the time Torah mitzvahs. that's the pleasure felt in Torah mitzvahs. That's how we feel the Tainug Pasha Tam that simple pleasure that's felt. So if that's what Torah is, what does it mean that there's a Tainug Pasha that's not felt? that's beyond the Tainug that's in Torah through which we take God. Meaning the Tainug Pashat HaBilti Morgash, the simple pleasure that's not even felt, the experience of not even feeling is the Shashuim HaAzmim, the real essential pleasure, Mamash, that God has in self, that's not even felt in the timim, in the pleasure that's felt in Torah. What does that mean? So to be able to really understand this, in this MIMA, the Rebbe Rashab explains that these two levels of feeling the Tainog Poshet or not feeling it, to be able to understand that we have to understand the mechanic, the way that Atik works. Atik, which is the Panemia sakeser, Atik, which is that innermost pleasure. Atik has a dual function by way of which, therefore, atik always function as what's called a mamutza. A mamutza means an intermediary, an intermediary stage that has a dual function. And the Rebbe Roshab goes on to show a few examples of how God, as he is an atik, meaning God himself, mamish, as he is in his innermost being, manifests in Atik to become a mamutza, to become an, an intermediary to a whole new way of being. As we learned in the previous mima the secret of Panemius Abba, Panemius Atik, that when God in his innermost being wants to be expressed in the world of Atsilos, in the ten Spheres, in the attributes and the personality of the intellect of the Spheres. In the innermost Chochmah, the receptacle of God's wisdom, is that innermost being of God, meaning that God is allowing himself to be seen in the vision of the Chochmah of A-T-S-L-O-S, because Atik, as God is, in his innermost being, is meaning the panemius of Atik mamish. Atik as it is in its innermost being, is what's called Reishadulay siada, the unknowable un- un- head, Deloyoda, that is not known and that cannot be known, meaning that God, as He is in His innermost being, is beyond any possibility of knowledge of being known at all. Meaning the ratio Deloyasyoda, the innermost essence of Atik, God, as He is in His innermost essence, is beyond the whole union of knowledge, Bechlal Deloyasyoda, cannot be known at all. But as God then manifests as Atik, and Atik, the word Atik, has these different meanings, these different opposing seemingly meanings. Because the word Atik means the ancient one, which is where the words come from in Daniel, Atik Yoim in the ancient of days, meaning Atik, the most ancient God as he is before that he's not created, God he has, as he is in his essence. That's Atik, the most ancient. And Atik also means completely removed netak completely removed and separate because as atik reveals itself at every level it's completely removed from that level but on the other hand it also has the Kate connotation of ha me safer less safer copying from one book to another a replica meaning that Atmus is manifesting his very essence being matiked, replicating and copying himself like one book to another, that's what's in one book, is actually brought into the same exact book after, that Atik is where God is allowing himself to manifest as the highest level of keser, and that's manifest in the world as Atik is removed, as completely transcendent in the way, the only way that Atik is reached is through the shlil of say, of negation, of not doing, that's that aspect of God's, that we feel is completely transcendent from anything we could possibly do to reach that level, which is why that level is reached by not sinning when one doesn't sin, When one negates one's being, that's when one taps into that level of God's absolute transcendence of Atik, which is the very innermost essence of Keser, which again is God serving as that mimutza, where God allows himself to position himself as this intermediary stage, where it's Atik. It's the most ancient essence of what God is, and they're phonetic and also removed, but it also becomes a mamutza ben hamatzil in that that God allows himself to become this intermediary between the emanator and those levels that become emanated. And so atik, when it comes to the creation of the worlds, is God's pleasure serving as this mamutza, as this intermediary, where God's essence then manifests as the innermost essence of worlds which is already God manifesting as the mimutza, as the intermediary from which worlds come into being. Now this sinyon of Atik, of God manifesting as this mimutza, as this intermediary, is also found in a much higher level when it comes to the bris, to the covenant that God makes with the Jewish people and with Torah. Because the Mamutza, the way that Atik, which is the Pimis of Kesar, which is the highest of the spheres, manifests as the Mamutza, is there's a much greater lessening of how God's light becomes then manifest through Atik into the ten spheres. Then even though it's the replica of the innermost face of God, but it comes it almost translated and lessened down to become... The light that becomes then the Arach Anpin, the spheres after that. But there's a higher, these two higher levels of bris of a covenant, how Atik actually becomes a Mamutza, where God Mamish becomes the second half. In other words, when it comes to Atik as the highest of the ten spheres, as the Pnimis of Keser, there Atik functions as a Mamutza, as an intermediary that's actually, even though it's God's face, but in a lessened state that allows it to become the Pnimis of the spheres. When it comes to the worlds, the Mimutza makes the world light less. But then this same idea of Atik as being this Mimutza, this intermediary, as being the face, the very essence of Hashem, but as a top half, as this Mimutza Machabra to become one entity. So there's this bris, this Atik of how God is with the Jewish people. As it says in Mitzvah that God takes you above and beyond to a level of bris of a covenant where the Jewish people and Hashem become two halves of the parts of, of kester that Hashem is Atik. And the Jewish people are Arich, meaning that we become two halves of this essential being. As God, as is he is in his essence, he allows himself to descend to become Atik, to, that Oren Sof should become this level of Atik, of this replica of his essence to become a intermediary, and through that there could be this connection and this unification of Oren Sof with the Jewish people. So as opposed to when God gave the Torah, when his whole infinite being came down all the way down here below, and when Mashiach comes, when we will ascend all the way up on high, there's the Sla'avruch bris, we went into a covenant with God, where we met in the middle, where we became with God, Atik and Ayrech, that the Jewish people and Hashem, that Hashem became like this intermediary, this Mamutza, that orange stuff, that God's infinite being could go into our souls. So we have that, this status of being God's face replicated as being a mamuts, an intermediary that allows thereby the infinite light of Hashem to be one with neshama sestral. That's the bris, the covenant we had with Hashem. But then there's another bris, and that's the bris of Torah. We know that Torah is also called the bris, eila Divriha habris. Ela dvar Shakar, Soshemi Machember Bris. The Indian of a Bris of Torah is also that there's nothing that could stop between us and Hashem. That's always what a Bris is. A Bris, like from the time by Bris Benabisarma, is when you take two pieces of one thing and you go between them as as if to say you're two halves of one whole. So the Torah is also a Bris, and the Torah connects us with a Baruch Baruchu, as we know that the Zohar says that there are three knots that are connected one to the other. Yisrael are connected to, to the Torah and the Torah to Kodesh But we see from here that there are different two different types of mimutsoim, two different types of intermediaries. There's the stage of atik, of being the top of the ten spheres the Pneumius of Atik, but Atik is being between Hashem and the worlds, which is a lessening of Hashem's light. But then there's also the Mamutzah, the intermediary of Hashem with the Jewish people and Hashem with Torah, Hashem with the Jewish people through Torah and Hashem just with the Jewish people. But these intermediaries, these memutzayim, this idea that the Jewish people and Hashem and through Torah and Hashem we become one, it's not that there's two things uniting us, it's essentially us one with Hashem. But based on this we could understand what does it mean that there are two levels, whether the Tainuk Poshet, that simple pleasure in God, could be experienced as being felt as the time may Torah, as the pleasure of Torah, or not being felt when it's just the experience of God as is. To make clear what the Rebbe Shab is saying over here in the language of the Mittler Rebbe, there's a mimer from Mimur Admiram Tzoy, Parshas Nosoy that's quoted. That's quoted in footnote 56 over here, but the idea of the listened listen to the words of the Mitla Rebbe. The Mitla Rebbe says, he talks about that the Jewish people are Yelet Shashuim, Ephraim, that the Jewish people are God's beloved child. If I'm Yelet Shashuim, the child of my pleasure, Shashu'e Ha'atzmus, the pleasure that God has with the Jewish people, that Mamutza, that oneness, that pleasure, that can't be felt is that pleasure God has in his essence with the Jewish people, which is above the pleasure that could be felt in the Torah (laughs) Kedoshah. which means the, mit. the Rebbe says at the highest level, Torah at the highest level, as the pleasure of Torah is rooted within God's essence, and then as Jews are rooted within the pleasure of God's essence. So if you can imagine, even by a human being, no matter how deep within the soul the intellect is rooted, no matter how deep within the soul the intellect is rooted, a child comes from higher than the source of intellect. That's still not the very essence of the soul. Within the essence of the soul is rooted the intellect, the koyach of seichel. But koyach but within the deepest essence is the ability to give birth to a child, to have one that's exact. That's coming from the deepest essence. And so within a Kodesh Baruch Hu's ta'inuk poshut, within a simple pleasure, the simple pleasure HaShem has is in the of the time. The Torah is the poshut, The simple pleasure that could be felt through the time of Torah. That even though now Torah is in a way of wisdom and intellect, but through enough work and through enough digging deep enough, one could eventually come to the helam ha'atzmi dechachma. To the deepest level of how Chokhmah is rooted within the essence of how Torah is rooted within Hashem's essence, Pnimius Abba, Pnimius Atik, and that's what the Medrash means, Osiyatam Leikhim, that when one learns Torah, one is taking God as God ex- is expressed in the Tainug of Torah, and that could be taken, that could be felt when we learn Torah, and we have the Tainug, we have the pleasure of Torah at the highest levels, where Osiyatam Leikhim, we're taking God at the level what God could be not just experienced but felt as the pleasure that's within Torah. But above that is the tainog the essential pleasure of God of self that's above any wisdom that could never be felt at all. It can never be revealed or felt. It's God's essential ple- in, pleasure in self that can't be revealed and it can't be felt, not even in the Tame, Toyra, and Mitzvahs. That's the atzmas are in self that can never be an atik, that can never be uh, intermediary. It's the very essence of God that can never descend to become an intermediary to a lower level and therefore can never be felt in any way of Chachmah. But when Mashiach comes, the Jewish people are going to ascend up to this second level as well. As we know a Mashiach comes, there are also going to be ascents. There are going to be levels of ascent, And like it says in Yeshaya chapter 40, That those that hope to God will have new strength and will have wings like eagles. And the, the sages say that those thousand years of the future God is going to renew His world and make for Tzadikim wings like eagles and they will fly upon the water. That's the measure says, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says that in the future, Hashem's going to make Jews wings like eagles, and they're going to be able to fly upon the waters. The waters are Mayim, the chokhmah, the infinite waters of Torah. The Shashuim Atzmiim, the essential pleasure of God in Torah. But eventually we will fly above those waters of Torah. We will reach the shashuim the baba of We will be resurrected and live before God, before the fun of mamish, before the very essence of God, because the Jewish people are rooted in the essence of God, way above the wisdom of Torah, even in its highest root. As the pasuk says, "Rak bavi That God desired our forefathers before He gave them the Torah. God already desired our forefathers. We with an essential pleasure that can never be revealed in any wisdom. So does God desire the Jewish people. And in the future, we will raise up and rise up unto this madrega. And at that point, when we will become one with God's essence, there will no longer be an aliyah, an ascent, in a way of movement of leaving God's essence, but rather in a way of peace within God's essence, because we will live within the very essence of God's pleasure, higher than the waters of Torah. So a Mashiach comes and dear Betach happens and God is revealed in this world and there'll be the revelation of the Teinok Ha'atzmi the essential, simple pleasure of God himself. Even in that, there are going to be two levels. First, as God's essential pleasure is Babim Morgash, is felt as the time Eit Torah which means that time of Mashiach comes when we will feel the essential pleasure in the Torah Mitzvah, the Oisiatim Loikrim, the way that Panimius Abba Panimius Atik and even higher, the way that Atik, that Hashem allowed His infinite being to be felt through the tining of Torah mitzvahs. And that's what the Gemara means, that in the future, when the Gemara says that there will be eating when Mashiach comes, as we asked in the contradiction in the previous Mimer between whether they'll be eating a suda, a, a feast when Mashiach comes, so that's the m- meaning, that HaKadosh bar is going to make a suda, that there's going to be the Feast of the Leviathan and the Shur Habar that's going to be in the future, that's going to be the essential pleasure that could be felt in the time Torah, in the deepest reasons and pleasure God has in Torah, that's the first essential. In the future, the revelation of the hidden essential pleasure that's in Torah mitzvahs, and that, that it says that in that there's not eating or drinking, which is the second descent. That's going to be the revelation after the revelation of Chachmas Torah. The Anazam that God is still prepared to reveal more. The essential pleasure of Himself that's not felt in the timing of Torah, and there there's no eating or drinking. That that it says in Shirah, Shirim, um, eat and drink my lovers, that's at a level of still of compounded pleasure, but Ba'asrei, in the place of Atik, lav, orche, it's not a place to, of eating... Atik, Atzmai, not as it's coming down to Penimius Abba. And in its higher root, Atik of tainig Atzmi, the essential pleasure as it's in Mamish and Atzmus, lav mechal, that's not a place of eating. It can never come bimurgish It can never be felt. And Bechlal, this is the difference between Shabbos and Yom Kippur. Shabbos is a mitzvah to have pleasure of eating and drinking because it's the essential pleasure that could be felt. Because in the eating of Shabbos, there's no mixture of anything negative. But Yom Kippur is an a higher level, where there's a forbidden to eat and drink, which is Olam Haba, the higher level of Olam Haba, the Tainu gatsmi, the essential pleasure that can't be felt, the pleasure can't be felt at all in Yom Kippur, which is why any pleasure is forbidden in Yom Kippur, an opposite, one is supposed to torture one's soul, which is the opposite of feeling pleasure, Ve'in Seikham, which includes torturing the neshama, to nullify any feeling through the torture, any feeling of pleasure, and dafka that could one come to the essential pleasure, that's a Above being felt Anyum Kippur. So we understand from this point in the Mimur that when we speak about dear the ultimate gilui of the Tainoka poshut, the simple pleasure of God, so the simple pleasure that is felt through Mitzvahs And the time and the pleasure and the will, which are all the gilui and the revelations, that's what the Chaim and the Zora are talking about, that's the revelations. The revelations that are the Torah, Mitzvahs, which are the revelations of Hashem's light, as we're going to learn later. But then the higher level of the Tainugatzmiya, Biltimurgash, the essential pleasure of of the essential pleasure of God Himself. Kemoshu bat mamish as that which is withdiriva Tatainim is the essential essence of God mamish that essential pleasure of shashuiima atsmim of atmus mamish that is not drawn through turitsvis. Not even the Taimea toyer in their deepest level and the highest level, because that's the level of God's pleasure and self where they are only Jews, and therefore that level of tainogatzmiyah poshut the essential level pleasure of God and self where there's only Jews at that level. That level could only be reached through tshuva, not toyer Mitzvah, The opposite, the of tshuva, because tshuva, of course, in this always means the levels of Jews, Jews. That threw off the Torah mitzvahs. Tshuva is the revelation of what Jews are in their essence. So, Tshuva from the depth of the heart that reaches Atmos Ein Sof Mamish, which is why also the Luchas Achrenis, is the, as we learned in the previous Mamarim, the greater Torah is given through the second tablets and Yom Kippur, because Yom Kippur is all about the union of Tshuva. And this Nakuda, the Bala Tshuva, are able to draw down the very essence of God more than any Tzadikim that are. Perfect in Torah mitzvah. This is really the Gemara already says in that, that in lamoid. Then the place where Balchuva tshuva stand tzadikim gemurim can stand. And the Zohar explains the reason because Baal tshuva they because Ba'l-Tshuva draw God with more strength. That they draw God with more strength. And I ask the Rebbe Rashab, what does that mean? What does that mean, the Balei could draw God's essence? Because they draw with more strength. What's this more strength that the Balei have? Seemingly, if we speak about the essence if we speak about Balei who they are and their essence, Tzadikim also, the essence of who they are, is Tainu Ga'atsi Ba'etzim Dishmosem. Tzadikim, real Tzadikim Gamum with their that their whole essence is also the feeling of the sweetness of the Arevis, Mesikas, Yedidus, Oiz, B'Chinus, Espilus, and Nefesh, Mamish, that the Complete ecstasy and the simcha Torah mitzvahs at the highest levels of what Torah mitzvahs are. Tzaddikim have that simcha, that simple song of Torah mitzvahs and the greatest sweetness and timing that there could possibly be of Avarabatanugim and all the pleasures and their essence of their soul. But says the Reber that's why Balei Tshuva are able to pull God even more. Because Balei Tshuva are not about feeling these feelings of pleasure in the soul. All the highest levels of Averab, Bibetanugim, are Oimek nefesh, and the, the going out of the soul of ecstasy. The soul is touching in its highest state, but it's all feelings of Oineg, it's all feelings of pleasure. But the crying of a Balei tshuva, like Ribalaza Ben-Durdaya, Durdaya, who is the ultimate balchuva who's sinned his whole life and his soul left through crying. The crying of a balchuva the tsar, the pain, and the bitterness of his soul, touches his soul in a way even more than all the pleasures that Sadiqim could ever have. That's what the Gamar means that a Tzadik Gomer can't stand where a Baal Tshuva can, because a Tzadik Gomer, with all his greatest levels of love of God and all his levels of simch of Torah Mitzvahs, can never touch that essence as much as the crying and the pain that a Baal Shuvah does, except, except that do give their lives for Torah Mitzvahs. They touch the essence of God like a Balchuva, like the asarim Malchus, and those Jews during Purim, in the time of Mordechai and Esther, and the Chashmanaim, those Jews that gave their lives for Hashem, and so too Jews today that through the lachatz v'doicha kashibud, that because of the difficulty of times and Jews are enslaved to the difficulties of the times today, also that also opens up the deepest spots of Yiddishkeit of the Yechida, and that also touches. God in the deepest essence as well, like all the balchuvas. That's what it means, balchuvas, when one is able to open up the, with the pain, with the frustration that opens up the soul and touches God in the essence of that simple pleasure of Tainagatsmiya Poshet that's not felt. But Om Namadai and the Rebbe Shabb asks Vaiter, I still don't understand. If we're saying we know that pleasure and pain... Pleasure and pain are, are equal. Pleasure and pain are equally the essence of the soul. Pleasure and pain both fully, full up a soul completely. Which is why the more that one experiences the pleasure of elokus, the more that one will have pain from the lack of elokus which is the union of choyles ahava. So tzaddikim, the righteous that feel the oinig in the cure of the pleasure and feeling the closeness of God's light, they have the choyles ahava, the sickness of love. Why is that not more tsar than the pain of balay tshuva, The bal the they're the ones that grab God's and are able to pull God's essence even more because their tsar comes from the distance. Why does the pain coming from the distance from God, why does the bitterness coming from the pain over the distance of God. Why does that grasp God more than the pain of the tzaddikim that feel the sweetness and yearn for, and have the pain of yearning for that sweetness? Answer so the bottom line what the Rebbe Shab is saying at this point to the mimers that the meaning of the Gemar and is the B'mokom Shabal HaTchuvah O'imdim which he's still continuing with the Indian of Tininga A the Bilti Morgish, meaning that Jews are rooted in God higher than terror means that a Balchva is able to pull that essence through Dafka, the of tshuva higher than Torah mitzvahs. That's how one reaches the very essence of God more than any tzaddik, and that's Dafka through the distance of a Balchuva. Because seemingly a tzadik also has the pain of the yearning of wanting that sweetness. But it's the pain of the distance of a baltchuva. That's what's mushrin yatir. that's what pulls. God even more. Why is it the pain that comes from the distance? Why does that pull God? Why is the Balshuv able to grasp God even more? What is it about that pain that comes from the Rihook from the distance? Achayin that that is indeed the secret of reality. I called out to you God from the dire straits, Vidafga Yadeza, Nani Bemerchavka, that's how expansiveness is brought back, is given forward. That's the Klal. That's the way that Hashem set up the world. That anything that comes from resistance and challenge brings about greater strength. Strength is brought about, dafka, through resistance and challenge. And the Rebbe Shah brings a whole bunch of examples where we see this in nature, such as water that comes through the earth. The water that's able to break through all the rocks and break through the earth are the most live waters. And so too, when one wants to throw a rock far, it's the further one is able to pull back the rock, that's how far one is, able, one is going to be able to throw it forward. With more strength, based on how far back you pull it back, and so too when it comes to bow and arrow, the arrow will go further. More that you pull the bow, or bow back, which is also, of course, the secret of the shofar. That the sound of the shofar is because on one side it's narrow. That's why the sound is so loud on the wider side. And this is the secret of tshuva, of what it means living life of tshuva, that it's tafka, the distance and the pain and the frustration, the resistance, that touches in the deepest place the strength of the soul in the deepest way more than any feeling of closeness and pleasure. That touches the essential point of yiddishkeit, of the divine soul, more than any pleasure. It's the pain that comes from the distance that reaches God's essence even more which is why bal has an ability to t- draw to God with a Delug, with a skipping over levels more than a tzaddik that usually has to go melchayel el choyl, has to go le- little at a time, little by little, but it, just like when a person has to have a great amount of strength, when you have to jump over a great distance, even though usually you don't have that much strength, but when your life is on the line, then all of a sudden you're able to reveal within you within you in potential, in a way of hefkerus a, a koyach, a strength that your soul had that you didn't even Know you had shale bahadruga klau so to a balchuva when if through the distance and feeling far my mates are kurasi mahmasa mates of a dechak she benakudes pnimis halev she etzem nakudes yadusei that Jew comes to a feeling of the distance from God, touches a person to the extent that their whole life depends on it, and it brings about the hefkeris, the giving up of everything else in their life, and they're bitter about everything else in life except the relationship with Hashem, and that brings the ultimate merch of ha'atzmi, the essential with an expansiveness of atzmos, of the very essence of Hashem, which is higher than the tam of Torah mitzvahs. In other words, the Rebbe of is saying that what's the Nekud of Tshuva, the dafka Tshuva, reveals how a Jew is one with the essential pleasure of God himself, because Tshuva is coming from the place of the Rihuk, that the distance, the resistance to be able to overcome that darkness that's how one reveals that one is essentially one with God's essence. And that's going to be the idea that he's going to explain in the Hamshech. The of Kabul, Samach, Hushamayim, accepting the yoke, is how one is all going to overcome that darkness. And this is the deeper meaning of what the Pusuk says. A Pesach that he brought a few times in Samach Vav, a prophecy that's brought a lot of times in Chassidus from the 14th parak of Zechariah. <clears throat> that it says about the revelation of Mashiach v'hoya Bayoimahu, yetsu maim chay that on that day spring water, living waters will coming out of will come out of Yerushalayim. Now, Yerushalayim is not seemingly a place of spring waters, but it means that the revelation of Mashiach is going to be the spring waters, the maim Chaim, will be those sparks that fell very, very much below into the body and animal soul that got very far, had a richuk, became far away from God and became the lower waters that were crying, that they wanted to be close to the king, and because of the great bitterness and the cry of how far they from, were from God. They become the spring, they become the pushing forward of the animal soul with the great strength. That becomes the revelation that's going to come out of Yushalayim, the revelation of Helam Ha'atzmus Mamish, the very essence of God, Mamish, that's going to be revealed from Yushalayim through the tshuva of the revelation of what was being able to achieve through the richuk, that from the depth, from that place of distance, we're able to call forward a whole new revelation of Havaya. That was even greater, that could add a new light to the light that was in Torah Mitzvah. So it would be the Tainug Atzmi from God that'll be added into Torah Mitzvah, which is K'chuy Machim that through Shuv Yisrael, through the Tshuva that a Jew does, we reach Atzmus to above Torah Mitzvah. and K'chuy Machim Dvarim, then we add into Torah Mitzvah, which is what it means that the the spring water is going to flow for you from Yerushalayim and half of it will flow to the Eastern Sea and half of it will flow to the Western Sea, which means different aspects of Torah that will be added to by the light that's going to be through the tshuva that a Jew does which is a revelation of what a Jew is in essence, which is the reason why Malka Mashiach, the King Mashiach, is going to make that even Sadiqim will do tshuva, because in order to reach the place that a Baal tshuva could stand, to come to the Tainog, Haneling the essential hidden concealment of the pleasure of God, as it's an atzmus, one cannot reach through Torah Mitzvah, rather only through tshuva. That's when how re- reveals this new revelation of light in Torah Mitzvah, by revealing the secret of tshuva, of how one is essentially one with God Val that we can understand why Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim that Yaakov told Esav that he lived with Lavan which seemingly, why would Esav care that Yaakov lived with Lavan? But we learned in the last Mimer that Yaakov went to Loven to be Mavar birurim, to bring about this idea of rectifying light, and he'd draw down through the sheep of Loven from the supernal whiteness, different oylem different revelations of light into vessels. But Esav was a place of darkness. Esav was from from the toyu. Esav fell into a place of evil mamish. And the only way to rectify, to make a birurim is through tshuva, to go down to the place of evil and to turn it into good, but that could only happen if a person is able to also have the birum of tikkun, then one could have the koich to also be mevar the ra. And that's what Sir Yaakov sent to Esav and let him know that I lived with love and I kept tarik mitzvahs and ve'echer ata, and that's why it took me until now. Because until now I was able to bring about the blessings of Yitzhak, that Yitzhak gave Brahas to Yaakov, that he should be able to be mevar, that he should rectify the darkness, which is why he gave him a bracha as we learned of Torah, that Torah also is manifest in Tiny shel Sheker, that within Torah's darkness is a, is a rectification of the evil, and that's why Yaakov is saying to Esav, that now I'm able to bring about this revelation of Tikkun, I could go down now into a place of darkness and do tshuva and reveal the essence of Hashem over there and bring lighted, added light into Torah.